streaming. Here we go. All right, the stream. Robot and the Bear with Luke and Eric. That's us. Sorry, it's not the most exciting theme song today. I kind of figured we should, like, we're starting a little late, a little late. And so I figured, you know, let's just, let's get, let's just dive into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Yep. And the, um, we, we have, you know, we're, we're here because you have, you know, a show opening up at the Japanese American Museum, National Museum. You're in it too. I am in it, but yes. it's really a celebration of all things giant and robotic. And you are part of it. I'm honored to be a part of it. Okay. Anyways, yeah. A small, a small part of it. It becomes uh, uh, be uh, begins on Friday, uh, this Friday, which is in a couple days, and um, uh, kind of exciting. Friday's yeah, Friday's a VIP reception. Technically, the first public day is Saturday, but basically anyone and everyone is invited on Friday, and it's free. free wow. Friday. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because they say VIP and it like makes it sound more difficult than it is. But ultimately, nah, it's it's public. Anyone could really mm -hmm. come. Frankly, you could just come and uh, come hang out. Let's talk about like who's in the show. Um, Felicia Chow. Georgia Felicia Cole. Chow. She's she got like. You know, in all the freaking like you know promotional materials. Ah, because they chose only one image to like go for it all, and I was like, okay, go, th let's do it. Mm -hmm. And then they did it, and it was just well, you know what? Frankly, because uh, welcome to the welcome most to pe the most Jan people most, most people didn't have any image or didn't turn in any images or you know it's one of those things we have a deadline where we need an image, and then nobody had one, so she did. I I, I I turned mine in. I turned mine in. Uh, mine in, in. In December. But maybe December? not December. Okay, there. I this all I, start. I, I, this I, all happened in December. Wow. Yeah. That's how you know Felicia is a, a consummate professional, and <laughs> she is, I am she's, not. She is <laughs> on it. She she did. She was emailing back. Like everything was like quick and very thorough, and nothing was late. And everything was it was just like oh my gosh she's doing everything so so felicia chow yes she is in the exhibition uh, georgico uh, georgico three, uh, three new paintings right three Gary big ass paintings yeah uh yeah. one is 96 inches wide so that's what is that eight feet or yeah i think that's eight feet. nine eight, eight feet yeah 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 so a little a, over one, eight yeah well wow. i think it's eight feet no is it i don't know 96 inches whatever that is i thought that was eight feet but i could be wrong uh georgia co's in it three big paintings um brain sito yeah. who has five yeah. little drawings <laughs> which is <laughs> it makes sense right five little drawings taylor lee who has um the uh uh kind of like i would say japanese pop culture clay sculptures i love those they're really love cool them. And today uh, so... she brought her last two. Mm. Yeah, she brought she brought. There was two one more. that was still being, when I dropped off a couple of days ago. There was one that was still being assembled. 
Yeah, um, and that got assembled. And it, you know, when it's put together, it looks like it's one piece, but it's actually three pieces. But like, it, oh. it looks totally like one piece. I'm like, hey, that like really fits well. Uh, and then there's a, uh, is it a, another Ghidra piece that actually came out perfect and then it cracked? So she kind of used that Kintsugi thing where it's like repair. So it's like right. this gold cracked Ghidra. It's really cool. I saw, I think she posted a photo of it uh, yep, that, on her. Yeah, that's up there. And then there's Luke Chu, the, the infamous Luke Chu. Luke Chu. I, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy, infamous. Uh, then uh, Yosuke Yamamoto. Yosuke Yamamoto. And um, James Jean. James Mr. Jean, James Jean. Took, up, took up a huge chunk of the, 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 the museum, rightfully so. Oh, yeah, actually, like, well, that expanded at the last second. And then there's, last but not least, well, there's the giant robot section. Right. Uh, all right. And then there's Mike Shinoda, the wild card. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, did, did, is, wild does card. he do visual arts? Yeah, he went to Art Center. Okay. He went to Art Center. He paints. And um, he painted. So get this. This is where um, social media pays off. He TikToked. TikToked. And I saw it. He was showing that he had a solo album that came out about well twenty years ago, oh. and the co and the cover is a painting. And he showed it on TikTok. He goes, "Yeah, I actually made a series of ten paintings. I picked one to be the cover image of this thing." So, I and he kind of shows it for an instant behind him, and I was like, "Those are cool," you know. Then mm. I hit him up, and he said, "Then we're showing those." So they're paintings he made twenty years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah pretty cool because wow. they're like of that era and they're sort of like i don't know how you call it man it's sort of like when that era of of like artists that were maybe doing graffiti or were influenced by graffiti but then they started doing fine art right it's sort of in that kind of vein it's like this dalek meets you know it's like that kind of upper playground ish dalek ish like there's a lot of like influences going on in there and that's kind of what it looks like to me and i was like oh that's cool and it has an interesting hmm. context because it's sort of, uh, uh, yeah, it, kind of, it was kind of like made maybe to be an album cover. And that album just got re-released recently on vinyl. Oh. So it's kind of cool. There's a lot of like great little, um, I don't know, parts of that story to have him in there. And then he's actually shown at that museum before. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's, he's done stuff there before. But I kind of like these retro paintings because they kind of like are a little more illustrative and uh, – I don't know. They're, they're, they kind they? of, they kind of fit better. What's that? How big are they? Uh, they're two by two, and he he has ten of them. Wow. And they stack, right? So they're stacked on top of each other, basically. So they're five across, and stacked. So it was kind of cool. I was like, that's perfect. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I just wanted, to, you know, like every, it'd be so obvious just put in all the people we know, but I decided uh to do something a little different. I just thought the opportunity was there to try to do something. You know, people wouldn't expect giant so, robot working with go. rock stars. Um, yeah, I guess. I just thought it'd be <laughs> kind of good. I was like, oh, this kind of fits. So, um, I what I wanted to do was an editorial section, sort of like editorial because it's like this is sort of like Giant Robot's thirty year anniversary, right? Giant Robot magazine. Right. right. Began in nineteen ninety four. My idea was I I was originally going to have Jenny Shimizu, the Calvin Klein model. Yeah. I guess you would say actress. I don't know. Icon. Uh, she was going to um, be, I was going to have her in it. 
And it was going to be like, let's do like a, I don't know what you call it, like a wall collage of her life, you know? Like that was the idea mm. from like Calvin Klein posters to whatever it is that brings her to the present day. And right. um, she said yes. Like this was set up in like November. She said yes in yeah. December. And then um, she just disappeared. Like starting in later December, she was nowhere to be found. Still hasn't replied to me once after she said yes. And we kind of started texting back and forth about it. I called, texted probably 20 times, like literally, because uh, I was like texting every day to try to get her to text back. And then I would call her and she wouldn't answer. So basically it, it went for, I mean, up until last week, I couldn't get a hold of her. Wow. Yeah. So, well, in before that though, I was like, okay, okay I'm going to I'm going to invite Mike Shinoda in and take that spot because I was yeah. like, you know, it was supposed to happen there. Right. All so right. that was supposed to be this Jenny Shimizu kind of like magazine editorial. That's what I kind of wanted to use it for is like a mad magazine editorial-ish thing. It's like an right. article, but it's not an article, right? It's like maybe a person that's not necessarily a an artist, but then I think I was able to depict their life. So in a way, I was just mm. like, well, Mike Shinoda kind of fits that too, in a way, because it's a person that I don't art, you know, show as an artist, but it kind of has an editorial edge to it. You know, sure. it has this like, has a story, like why these paintings were done and what's going on with those paintings. What do they mean? And then the fact that there's a 20 year thing for him and an album and all this stuff. Anyways, I just thought, okay, that kind of fits this whole like story. And mm. uh, that's kind of where, that's where it all felt, you know, or where it all fell into place. I was like, okay, that's why. So I'm not sure they, if that makes any sense, but that's that's sort of the angle toward it. And I don't know if people are going to understand that, but it's okay. Well, you know, that would have been pretty interesting, right? To kind of like reach into the giant robot like roots, um, uh, like which of course is editorial commentary and and you know like you know lots of interviews with you know. Asians, influential Asians and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, rather than like the highly art focused stuff that, you know, your yeah. shows that Adam had, you know, generally been. So yeah, maybe something like that anyway, but this one, yeah, I was trying to do that, but then the, the, the one main article thing I wanted to do fell through. So uh, it just kind of happens, I guess. I, I don't know. That was kind of odd though. I was like, Oh, all of a sudden just dead silent, like radio silence. And, I hope she's okay. Yeah, I hope so too. That's um, yeah. kind of concerning, you know. When I would say yes. I would say yeah. So, I mean, that would have been really cool, I think, to do because um, I would have just dug through all of her shit and like, you know, that like there's this life that she had that's like crazy long. I would have tried to get all the like photos and just whatever I could grab. I would have tried to do it and show it in a really, you know, just crazy collage wall where it's just like whoa you're telling a story about this person's life and uh, i will i'm gonna do it again in the future if that happens i'm gonna i'm gonna give that another try right is yeah, there any I, other people that have um you thought considered for the, this kind of like treatment um well in no <laughs> no i just was like i was like i want to do this with her and then uh it didn't happen i was like all right forget it I didn't want, I wasn't trying, you know, like to do that thing. No, I wasn't going to do, I was like, no, I was, I was just willing to try. Too many people living boring ass lives uh, around you, I guess. Hers is, hers is especially kind of interesting, I think. So, right. You know, and well, plus she's kind of iconic that way. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, 
I remember, I mean, I, I, I do remember seeing, I think I remember seeing the cover that she was on for you. Yeah, issue, issue 10. Yeah, and, um, but and I don't. I that, that was a spectacular interview, by the way. Hmm. Like, that's what makes hmm. it so good. That interview was amazing because she talked about drug use and modeling and how basically she would get drugs for free as being a model and modeling agencies. Like, they were just basically providing the tools to party. You know? <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? She said, yeah, all that was just, it was all of a sudden it would appear. And it was like, and she was just talking, she talked, she talked very truthfully about stuff. And it was like kind of a wild interview. Like, it was very, uh, I don't know. I felt like I, I, I pulled something off by doing that interview. And um, I know that she was, they, they, I think, you know, like maybe a showrunner somewhere read that and thought, wow, we need Jenny Shimizu on our show to tell this story because it's on the zine, right? And then she mm -hmm. said that she got asked by like other people to do an interview on TV. Mm. And, um, and then she said, I'm not going to give you any of that, what I told Janet Robot. Like, you're not going to get <laughs> any of that. Do you, you know think I mean? she had any regrets about that? I don't know, but she just said that they wanted her to do it. And she said, I'm not giving that to you. Mm. you know? So I thought that was funny. You know, wow. Like we, I got it for free, and these other people wanted to put her on TV, and she was like, nah. And then she said mm -hmm. that she got – um. one cool thing about that article is she said that she got – I don't know what that's called. Like showbiz people get placed on hold so like you don't take any other job. So while that cover was out there – she actually got placed on a hold by like Sony or something and they pay, you know, they pay her a bunch of money to not take another job to just in case we got something for you, we, we're mm -hmm. going to give you this money. So don't take another job. Here's money. So she said she had that happen to her because of that, you know, like they wow. someone saw it. Yeah. Someone saw it and said, Oh shit, we need her. So let's just put a hold. And she said, no, no project ever happened, but she got money for doing nothing basically. And I was That's like, wow. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty nice. It's very nice. Yeah. I would like, you know, the world to, you know, put me on hold that way. Yeah. So she, got <laughs> hold. she said literally she didn't have to do anything and she was not supposed to take another job because she might get a job from Sony, which would have paid even more money. But it was like, okay, but wait, they, you know, it's like, wait, here's money. Just wait. You type of thing. But, so but did a job actually, did, I'm assuming no, during that. No. She said on that one, nothing materialized, but she did get that money to do nothing. So. Mm. I was like, all right, you owe me one, Jenny. At the, at the time, <laughs> were you doing um, quarterly or? Uh, um, man, I think it was I think it was quarterly at that time. Mm. It was still quarterly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she got to chill for a while. And then, uh, that, you know, like it's always neat when you hear these stories of things that happen from, uh, you know, your your doings, I guess. All of a sudden you're like that happened. You know, you, you hear stories <laughs> like way later. You're just like, oh, I didn't know. And. I think that's yeah. kind of the funnest part. Sometimes yeah. you just don't know what what things lead to because not everyone's going to tell you what things lead to. So right, right. No, that's that way. It's pretty interesting. I you know like I obviously don't do anything in the show business, you know, corporate the corporate show business world. So I <laughs> me too. I didn't even know no, that existed or yeah, that was a thing. You know, no, that, yeah, had no idea that was a thing. That's, yeah. that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, so, what, and she's is she acting now or is she? I don't know, dude. I have no idea what she's doing. I mean, she's just being an icon, but I hope she's okay because again, I haven't talked to her since or texted since uh, December. You know, I think December mm -hmm. somewhere. Yeah, just she just disappeared. Um. 
Yeah, I know. It's a little bit, it's a bit concerning. Maybe she just, but she said yes. She was like, oh man, this sounds really good, blah, blah, blah. And then never heard of, you know, after that, she just is gone. So mm. I know that, I know that in normal times, she probably would have done it. Cause I told her, you're going to have a lot of control on this. Like you could say what you don't want in, you could say what you want in. Like you, you'll actually have, like, it's not like I'm going to like do this thing and you don't get to know what's going on. I was like, I want to work with you on this. So right. you have a lot of control. Like, you know, you're, you're not, it's not like I'm going to shame you or something or nothing to worry about. You can be there. But uh, right. yeah, she said, she said all of it sounded good. Then yeah, she just kind of disappeared. So yeah, it's yeah. A little, a little, yeah, definitely worried. Cause you know, she's had, She's battled a lot of things in her life, from what I understand. So, you know, that's like one of those things. Like, like I did a um, uh, an interview a long time ago, um, and like in that interview, I was pretty freshly sober. It was I did it after our giant robot interview for the, the final um, like, you know, like issue of the magazine. And, you know, I was still pretty fresh from like, uh, freshly sober. And so I just kind of like unloaded a whole bunch of like dark ass shit, you know, uh, about my, uh, about, you know, my life and what I was going through. And, um, you know, soon after I kind of regretted it. I was just like, uh, like, you know, I, I don't want like this thing to be like, that you know such an like a huge you know factor of um you know my artistic persona so uh i asked them not to to publish the um the interview oh. and then we um we did it again we did another interview together and um i definitely i mean like i can't ignore that stuff but like i also right. wasn't so like you know, and then this happened, and all these crazy dark shit and threats against my life, and blah blah blah. Oh my so, God. <laughs> you know, like I, whoa. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't like, you know, get into. I, I just didn't feel like I wanted to like get into that stuff anymore. It, it, it's, it's, you know, it's when, like, when people go through a lot of like, you know, heavy, 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 selfish, you know, you know selfish or self-destructive shit. You know, and they finally get past it. I don't think that they want that, you know, the, those experiences to define them. Right. You know, like, yeah. And, um, you know, so like now, like I've been like sober for like, you know, this year will be 14 years. And, wow. Yeah. Like uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm so, I feel so removed from all of that stuff that it's just like yeah i don't really not like compelled to like talk about it because so much has happened since then to my in, in my life that it's like yeah i mean drugs you know that was a thing <laughs> but you know it's not really a thing that is directly influencing what i do now and i'm more interested in talking about what's going on now than i am you know um you know reflecting on like the ups and downs of you know my you know you know whatever and right. i don't know maybe that, that that i'm wondering if you know like you know um jenny what was her last name jenny shimizu 
I'm, I'm wondering if Shimizu like had that um any kind of like thoughts like that you know could be but i did offer i did offer let's we could bring it all the way to the present like it doesn't have you know it's not all about your past it could be about i I mentioned that i was like so you have a lot of control like this isn't about like you from then it's it's you now also like whatever you want to do we can we can make this work but yeah i don't know or she's like on some sort of project right now and or yeah or uh there are some other things maybe like you know clues so because she was spending time at like where she grew up and i'm like oh i wonder if like her family's like because you know her family if they're alive are probably pretty old you know yeah so she was yeah. she was spending time where she grew up and i was like oh that's not kind of not a good sign maybe like you know mm. yeah yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't know i can't just like that's the only thing i can make out of that is like her parents mm. must be like 80s and plus so mm. Yeah, and then she's spending a lot of time at home, and I'm like, oh, she do- usually doesn't do that. So, right. I don't know. Right. Hopefully, hopefully that's not a sign. You know, hopefully she's yeah. just having a good time. Hopefully she's just in her area, buying motorcycles, fixing them, and riding them around. Yep, like living her best life. I hope so. So, anyway. so how, how, how? Tell me about the. Let's talk I would about love to art. do. I would love to do that again, though. By the way, like. If I had an opportunity to just do many of those in one show, that would be fun. Like no art, it's just going to be editorial, you know, editorial thing on the walls. That would be really fun. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I, be able I, to sell I, a I, thing, but okay. Well, I mean, like, 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 like if it if it were at if it were at Giant Robot and I did that, yeah, I'll have a month of eating Top Ramen at best. <laughs> like you know, I'd be like, oh yeah, let's let's do this on the wall. It's just like there would be not, you know, I mean, there's ways to make it work, but. Uh, that that sounds like a way to that sounds no. like making a magazine you're gonna right. not do so well you know just I like mean, just I... like just like vice look at vice right well that's <laughs> why you get those you gotta get those grants you gotta get those like, yeah art- i got you. that's different okay if i can get grants i love that <laughs> yes. so, like you know like be able to uh encourage artists to create like use the space as an installation space or that's something. That's fun. Like that. That's so fun. Super fun. You know. I would love to do an installation of some sort. Super but fun. I'm not really sure what how I would do it. Yeah. I, 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 I that actually reminded me uh, that made me think of when Barry McGee took over GR2. Oh, he's um, the installation man. Yeah, like yeah, he's it the was installation master basically. I I remember like going there. I was kind of hoping to see like some of like the the classic Barry McGee stuff, like the, his like the heads and like the homeless characters that he does and stuff. Um, nope, it wasn't that. I mean, there's a couple of them. There's maybe like a couple pieces that were like on bottles or something like that. But I think most of it was just geometric shapes with colors and stuff like that. And I was he like, actually, if you were to break it down, he had a bunch of heads. They were just kind of scattered and there wasn't just a few there was kind of a lot but they were scattered and then there was a bunch on bottles a bunch on scrap papers like they were all over the place the thing was they weren't on the all the walls you know they were he put stuff in the all the glass cases mm. he's like oh it's a store so like every glass case he goes okay clear them all out i'm gonna put stuff in all of them so oh, wow. he had, like he had stuff in those i don't know if you remember but that was no that was it was fun oh the walls was... was like a part of it but everything in the glass cases was also like something to look at he did installations in the glass cases all right all right yeah. i don't yeah, i barely remember it was, that it was, a while. it was a long time ago 
it was a long time. And, and sure then was. even like the uh, the the David Cho stuff. Like, I remember. I think I was able to see. Like I, I think I saw David Cho's show at GR too. Like I think it was your first show, right? First show. He had a lot of things there too. He was doing like yeah. those um, those heads on um, what you would call it, like like just cut paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have some of those. So like his show's a little different because it wasn't really cohesive. It was just like here's a bunch of stuff, all different kinds. Barry mm -hmm. McGee's was a little more cohesive, I think, sure. as an idea. But yeah, it's whatever, man. Everyone's like learning and doing stuff. So were you selling the those painted like panels that he did, like the geometric? Yeah. Yep. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I didn't have a grant. <laughs> oh, you know, I had to try anyway, so I didn't have a grant. Uh, yeah. He's in Barry McGee's in Japan. Another exhibition overseas. Like yet another one. Oh wow. It's just like a never ending like overseas Japan stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, just never ending. It just seems like he could do does something in Japan. Then it's like I don't know where Taiwan or something, and then he does one. Is it Hong Kong? Then Korea? Then somewhere? You know, like just mm. he's got this little circuit going on. Oh, that's again. Um, he too living his best life, I think. Yeah, no, it sounds yeah. like it. I wonder, like, how much of it he built. He does. Yeah, like, I'm sure that they probably like fly him out there for like several months for him to just be able to work on the show over there or something like that i don't know how long i don't know about several months i feel like one month maybe mm. and then i think he must bring stuff i i'm not sure man he must mm. you know what i mean like mm -hmm. he, he, yeah i think it's not so maybe it is two months i could be wrong and maybe that's enough time to do stuff and yeah i know he's got assistants and stuff too you know so mm -hmm. if you want them geometrics those assistants are cranking them out <laughs> that's actually the last thing i'd want from him the, the, the first thing i'd want is i know you know his more illustrative kind of yeah. you know stuff but yeah that's just the kind of like stuff that i'm personally connect with you that's know cool. no i like it too the geometric stuff is almost like a like a background or something a texture you know sure yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't put those heads um on top of them but you know, or maybe he does, yeah. and I just haven't seen them. So I think they're adjacent usually. I don't know about on top, but sometimes on the same panel, it'll have a geometric and then a face on the same one. I've seen it, mm -hmm. but not on top usually. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's because the assistants are making the geometrics. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Actually, he one time in my in my like in front of me, he made one of those. I saw him make one. Oh. Yeah. So it's not all assistants, but. I saw was him do using one. like like frisket and masks and stuff like that to like tape, make tape. tape. Yeah, it was like it was it was masking tape, just masking tape. Was he using the super wide stuff like the the? the... I no, no, no. It was like masking tape, just just using remember... and then like lining up the then yeah, filling. Yeah, I, I don't even know how he did it, but yeah, then he's peeling it off, and then I saw him do that, and I watched him, and he was like, "That's how you do it," and he just. He made one. It took time, but he did one in front of me, and I was like, "Oh, whoa, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah." So like, let's talk about the artists that you know you chose for the show. Oh, sure. Yeah, like what was um, like what was there a certain rhyme and reason you know for it? Certain there always is, I guess. I mean, 
I, I guess I think I have a like a it's like a mental algorithm. Does that make sense? Sort of like mm-hmm. a mental algorithm. Like there, it, it, it it's like a it's like a mental Venn diagram maybe of just a mm-hmm. lot of different things. And then I'm like, okay, what are the common things? Like first off, it's the 30 years of giant robot. So that I'm already thinking that. Mm. But then I'm thinking, you know, you're thinking the same thing. I don't want to do the same show I've done before, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I want to do something different. Uh, and I want to work with the people that, like, are always there for me, too. You know, people who are there for me as much mm-hmm. as I can. So, you know, like, they're, these are all, like, parts. Well, <laughs> you're in there, even though you're the laziest guy. But, you know, you're still in there. See? Um <laughs> But, you know, there, there's a lot of things. And then there's a lot of people who are, uh, frankly, um, they're busy and they couldn't do it, right? There's people that are too busy. Right. So, you know, like I have to keep that in mind. I'm like, okay, some people are just too busy. Yeah. And so they're out, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're out. They're just too busy, right? Like you got this going on. I got that going on. Can't do anything with you this year. And I'm like, well, then, you know, you can't do anything or I can't do anything with you in – 2024 or whatever then i'm just like well that means no museum show you can't you're too busy for me so mm-hmm. you know i just have to work i have to work with the folks that are not you know that have time for me that's part of it too right sure. so people are too sure. busy so they're out people that like you know maybe that did a lot last time maybe they're out like there's just a lot of things you know and then there's the whole um concept of oh well the 30 year thing i want to work with people that i've worked with for a while i want to work with new people like i kind of trying to you know like if I'm mm. if I'm talking thirty years of time, I'd like to sort of like have it represented. Like Rain is kind of new, Felicia's kind of new, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like there's some that I kind of don't work with, and then there's like the Mike Shinoda is interesting because if I had a magazine, I would have, I would probably have interviewed him by now, right? Right. Like I don't work with him in the store. I don't show his art at all. I probably would have interviewed him in the magazine though, had it still been going on, even just a little while longer. So it's kind of like, you know, like, oh, yeah, there's that angle, too. Like, so there's like a lot of like pieces to it. And that's kind of how I go about picking. And then I'm trying to think, okay, who does something big? Who does something small? Who does something sculptural? Who does something however? And then, you know, like a guy like James is like flexible. He's got paintings or he's got sculptures. But he does art shows all over the place with paintings. And the spaces are 10 times bigger than Janum, right? Like, right you know, like whole floors of museums and whole this and that, like big, mm-hmm. um, you know, whole buildings basically. And then, uh, so I'm like, well, what's interesting to them? Oh, let's just show all the stuff that those places, th- those things, those shows don't show. Like, what don't they show? It's all these smaller sculptures and stuff like that. Right. They're not mm-hmm. showing the rugs. They're not showing this. I'm like, I want to show all the stuff they're not showing. And right. Then he was like, Oh, that's interesting. Like, ding. Right. There's like, you know, yeah, like, what, yeah. what don't they show but oh we could do that and then that's kind of like this awesome like pocket that you know like i'm like oh i found a, a the james jean like window that he would, might be interested in it's just something different because if i said right. hey let's just show paintings he'll be like well dude like these these other shows i need those paintings for these other shows anyway and All right you know what i mean so right. way, i could show like four or five four but then you know it's one of those things where it's like well but then there's all these sculptures what about those you know What about the the rugs, the the rugs that no one sees? They're just like, they're not out there public, really. So it's like, are those those things that he was, are those rugs just things that he was selling to his collectors? I don't think, I think there's only one each right now of these rugs. Oh, technically. I don't think they're made in quantity as of yet. So I think there's just one. But I know, like, I've seen them and they've been around, like, that 
Tiger Rug has been around for, I want to say two years maybe, mm. or maybe a year now. I feel like two, and and um, you know, and there's a rabbit one, and that one's new. Like I was like, oh, rabbit one, let's do that too. You know, so yeah, it's yeah. something like that. And then he is showing um, one painting that's over ten years old, mm. and that one's like one that probably people haven't seen, and it's like in his old style. So right. that's kind of cool too. You know, like there's a little bit of like. You know, he's showing something retro. Sean Chow's got retro work. Yeah. Mike Shinoda's is retro work. Right. Um, Taylor Lee's work depicts retro toys. You know? So there's like a there's like an a little angle of that too, that like I'm showing old and new at the same time. And Giant Robot, like, you know, I have a display and that is definitely showing old and new. So I mm. kinda like like the way that it all balances out that I'm not the only one doing this retro thing, that there's others. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it worked well. I was like, oh, perfect. Let's just show this old one old painting from James. And then, you know, it, there's like there's a lot of like things like that that kind of um, fell into place, you know. And then, oh, interesting is Felicia did illustrations for the giant robot book that's going to come out like later this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, those illustrations are showing in the show, which is also like another tie into editorial also. Oh, there's that one where it's like the giant robot store and the giant robot yeah, gallery. That's the, that's the book cover oh yeah that'll be cool. the book cover and uh, that's the front and back of the book and um so you know there's a lot of tie-ins to that are more than meets the eye to uh giant robot and editorial concept or 30-year concept right there's a little more than meets the eye but we'll see if that translates but that's kind of the difference it's a little more thought out than it may look but uh that's that's how it always is that's my life right mm. it I think things are always more thought out than what it looks like. I make it look like, yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff, man. And then it's, <laughs> there's actually a little more, but sometimes that story is um boring. <laughs> it is like sometimes kinda... just pe people having a good old time going, Hey, this is all really cool. Then you tell them that story and they're just like, yeah, whatever, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's better to just let it be what it is without, you know, the yeah. additional thought going into it though. I mean, I... The thought is there. For those who want to know, it's there, but then you you have to dig for it. But I think that's sort of like, I mean, I don't know, man. I think I, I, I was a magazine editor for, what, 16 years? And it's like having a microphone and just going, blah, 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 blah. You're talking, writing stuff and talking. And sometimes it's nice to keep your mouth shut. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I think I've overexplained half of my life was just overexplained in a magazine, right? It's just... Here's here's all of it that I can give you, you know. Yeah, and you, were, you were talking about yourself the entire time. You're That's all the about... shit that I was interested in and all the stuff I like, though. And it's like yeah. I'm gonna geek out and I'm gonna geek out in print instead of like you geeking out on Gundam models in private, right? It's like <laughs> I'm geeking out in print, like I'm putting pictures and I'm like showing the exact shit that I'm like interested in, you know, or loving. So that brings up an a... interesting like line of, line of thought there from, um, and that is that. Do you have have you ever had a moment where it's like you you express like you you show you showcase something that you you know think is interesting, and then like and suddenly like after the after the article is published, people will just show up with you know some of that shit in tow and like like hey man I saw that article and thought you'd love this and you're like oh my god and not not more of this shit you know like. <laughs> <laughs> I think stuff like that's happened in the past. When magazine days, I think people were uh, because it was like kind of medium pre-internet, but you know, internet was around, but just kind of not as strong. 
I think there's a lot of that, like right. a lot of uh, a lot of things like that. You know, like having kind of like having a more aggressive fans, I guess, because there was not much. There's a lot less to latch onto. Mm-hmm. So magazine was a big deal right before super internet stuff. So no, there's all kinds of stuff like. Yeah, I don't know. You write something and people are like, hey, man, I got you one of these. Look, look at I did this. And they send it to you. And uh, <laughs> no, nah, there's stuff, you know, you it's same. You're an artist. You get you have fans that go, look, man, I got I did this for you. I made you cookies. I did this. I did that. Right. It's like, I love I don't cookies. Know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all good, man. But, you know, that's sort of a kind of the fun part about uh, sometimes I, it's all memories at this point, you know, like that doesn't happen anymore. Right. There are yeah. very seldom does that happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like Those, the, you know, the magazine, like we've, there's, it's already been a, another generation, and a, a, a uh-huh. new generation has already come up without or two <laughs> or two. You know? It feels like two. two. Right? Yeah. I know. I mean, yeah. like, you know, Zoomers, uh, generation, Z, generation Z, and like alphas. Actually, maybe even and most millennials. Yeah, just think um, the magazines are giant robots stopped in 2011 or 20, 20 end of 2010. The magazine industry was just dying right there, like hardcore right. before our eyes at 2010, right? It, but it was right. dying before that technically, but it was hitting a wall right there because I think is it Borders closed, Virgin Megastores, Tower, like everything yeah. was shutting at the same time. And it was like, like these are all outlets for where magazines are sold. And then mm. there's newsstands that are just are living a very slow death. I don't know. I think they sell more cigarettes than they do a magazine maybe like you know, there's newsstands out there and i don't know what they do to sell like what do they sell they're not selling magazines i used to love the like you go you go down fairfax like there, i still think I, i'm well, there used to be one like right there across the the street from canters oh the fairfax um, that that newsstand too i wonder like i've parked in front of there to go eat somewhere and i'm like wow there's a newsstand and it's pretty stocked but i don't think anyone's buying a magazine like what are they buying is there lotto yeah. tickets? I don't know what they're buying there. You know, well, like, some... is it cigarettes, lotto tickets? And, like, how many magazines per hour are they really selling? One? What? Two? Like, it's per hour. It's probably run by one guy. Um, he's yeah. probably working with a distribution, you know, a distributor yeah. to get their stuff yes. filled in. Um, 100%. The one, the one way you would, like, make it work is by, pro- like, offering, like, very niche you know, collectible print materials like zines or like very small. No zines zines there though. But he has European magazines. He has stuff like that. But the thing is he doesn't pay for any of that ahead of time. Right. That's all like whatever, whatever gets sold is what he's making money off of. He's not paying for anything that doesn't sell. There is that. Yeah. Right. So So, I'm, I'm not sure if that still is enough to support a, I don't know. If you've owned that I mean, spot, maybe he lives in his car and he's doing all this. It's very possible. Oh, well, maybe he's you know? owned that spot like for the past thirty years, and he maybe. has a home like right by there. Like, and you know, and uh, he just likes magazines. Yes, and he's just like, you know what? It's it's keeping itself afloat, and I'm making like uh, a little spending money. I can go and buy myself a you know a sandwich at Cantor's. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Um, I don't know when's bowl, the last one. Bowl, soup, uh, like he doesn't even have. He doesn't. I don't think he even has comics there. So I don't know. I don't really. 
I don't know what he's doing. I don't even know if it's still there. Is it even? I don't know. It's it's been. I haven't been there in a year. Like five years since I. Oh, I haven't been there. I haven't been there in like one year. I think. Uh. But that area. But like I yeah I don't know. Yeah, was yeah no it's. Magazines are rough, man. Magazines are rough. Yeah, I would say it's uh, definitely not a good business. Yeah, but you've got a book coming out now. It's unfortunate yeah. the book isn't ready in time for the show, but... Oh, well, I don't... It doesn't have to all be at once, so maybe it's a good thing, but it's coming out in September. Um, the book, actually, from what I understand, went to print either today, or it's if not, it went to print today, but there, we could still make small editorial corrections, but it, mm. it actually went to print today, from wow. what I understand. Yeah, so, and that yeah. book... um. We were trying to make, they were trying to make it 400 pages. I looked at the, when I, I was kind of check, proofing it, checking it out, 460. Wow. <laughs> so, so I made, you know, decisions because they were saying, we need to make it 400. We need to cut things. And so I was like, okay, here's what I, I, I think we should I cut. And I, was cut <laughs> now I was cutting stuff out. I was cutting, you weren't cut. I was cutting stuff out. And then I realized they didn't take, they didn't want to cut it out. Like they were just so, I think, too vested in it where right. they're just like, we're going to keep it. And I was like, well, you can cut this one out. No one's going to miss it. It's okay. And they just, they left it all in. Like in this, no, uh, this, this, everything went through cuts already. And it's like everything I said, let's cut. They were just like, no, it's, we need this because of this. And I was like, no one's going to miss that. I swear. It's okay. We can cut it. And then like, there are things to cut. Like I was making choices all over the place. And I was like, okay. I, I cut 30 something pages right here. This is 30 pages out. We can design, you know, you could tighten it by design, but here's 30 pages out. It's okay. And mm. they, they actually didn't take any of it out. I was just like, wow. whoa. I mean, that was like from a month ago. Wow. You know, before that, we cut other things out that they did cut, but then, yeah, th this time they didn't want to. Wow. So it, was, so, it, yeah. it, it, so it was 460, I think, what I saw last. I was like, oh, it's 460 pages. Okay. I was like, shit pages that is that's a lot of pages bro Freaking... uh yeah it's really hard to proof you know like if they give you a pdf and i'm going through the pages i'm like dude i'm only like 125 in and i'm like getting tired and i'm like oh man i gotta keep i gotta i gotta like keep the energy up you know then look at more then all of a sudden by the end i'm just like oh dude i just did all this in like two hours and there's you know i didn't read it i just kind of i'm looking at it and it are you just looking like, mostly oh. at like the new content and like just for design, just for design things? But then I'm like, you know, some things are just too much. I was like, no, this is this can't go. But then some things were then all of a sudden it's like editorial. I'm like, okay, there's new stuff in here. I got to make sure all the names are correct because they could be spelled wrong, and they were. I found a lot of stuff, but it's never ending. Like you'll always keep finding stuff wrong, right? You know, right. like even when we, yeah, we made mistakes when we published, but it keeps going. That's how it so goes. You, are you are you are the older like articles um, that you laid out? Are they using the Re exact like layout of the magazine or relayed out? Completely new layout. Laid out. Yeah, new really? laid out. Well, they wanted to do it. It's like they got new new layouts, and I was like, "All right, let's go." New layouts and you know, fun stuff. <laughs> uh, but what, what about the images? I, like I, uh, it, same it, same it, images for the most part. There's right. new images and stuff in like other parts but like the articles are using the same stuff the content's the same did you write just like uh little commentaries or like introductions to some of the articles so there was there were special guests who wrote introductions 
for each section. Like there was a cinema, art, food, fashion, um, identity. Like there's like sections right. and different people wrote different things for each section. Like they're invited kind of like right. Jack Muramatsu wrote the toys, the designer toy or the toy section. Oh, right? cool. Um, you know, Vinyl Pulse, right? Right. I asked him and he he took it serious and wrote like the longest piece of all everybody's submissions. <laughs> it's the longest one. <laughs> it's pretty thorough. I'm just like, Jack, dude, you went for it. So, yeah, but he was, he took it very serious. He was just like, I have an assignment. I'm going to do it. And, you know, it's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, man, I take you serious because you're like a toy documentarian. So go he for is. it. Right. Yeah. So he, and he took it serious and just went to, took it to heart. But then, uh, you know, said that there's that. And then there's, you know, photos added here and there, new things. There's a giant robot history written. Um, Every contributor list, every artist, every contributor list, every artist who showed at the galleries, like all of them, in mm -hmm. just one long list, A to Z. Oh wow! It's it's that list is way too long, but because it's just like you showed one little thing, you're you might you'll probably be in that list, you know. Woo! I'm in the list. <laughs> you're, you'll be in that list. Your your articles in the you know your article is reprinted in there, so it's kind of. The whole book, you know. Did, did you include like interviews with like say Yosuke and like a lot of artists that like you? I wanted to, and no, we couldn't. Like new art, new artists. I wish, but Yosuke, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. There was commentary added. I think Yosuke added commentary, and he was interviewed for the history, although used very little. I think you know what I mean. There's like commentary, like people wrote commentary, like small things, and that's like mm -hmm. at the bottom of a page, like the pages there. At the very bottom, there's like. Random references or no just just little things that kind of fit into what's being talked about so it's like oh, a yeah. separate thing in there and that's kind of neat and then i wrote notes that that got added to like different articles like i'm like oh this so-and-so this happened with because of this article this happened and you know stuff like that i was able to like talk a little like whatever else happened but i wish so the the, the dream if i had another 500 pages was to like you know make new editorial but it's just like that wasn't going to happen mm. yeah that that idea was there and we talked about it but man if you're at 460 without anything really new the it's book, like the book it sounds like the book time. is a compendium of like all the like real major articles that um, yeah it's anthology right an anthology it's like the greatest hits is basically what it is so you are one of the greatest hits I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> Takashi Murakami. Yeah. Yoshitomo Nara. Yeah. Luke Chu. James uh -huh. Jean. James Jean. Um, there are some, I mean, there's like other artists, but yeah, that's oh, yeah, uh, she, man, Manuel, Manuel Ocampo is one of them. Manuel Ocampo. You know, um, which and there's, article? There's more. I, I just can't remember. There's like 10 artists and I can't remember them all. You know, which article always kind of tripped me out uh, that you interviewed or featured in the magazine? And uh, that was Mr. Oh, oh my God! I don't know if that's in there. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Mister. Yeah, like, like very Mr. scary. Where like, he admits basically being a chomo, a child yeah. molester, kind of right, but not. Or at not, least, uh, like, no, no, he didn't. That. He he didn't say he was a child molester, but he said because he does art, he doesn't molest children. Right. right. I, I think yeah. he says something of that nature. Art, he would be a child molester, is basically right? what he said. And I don't know how that translates, but I remember hearing that going, I that is really scary. And I remember like one of the other artists who was in that whole super flat show. Yeah. 
she was just like, oh, scary. She was like, oh, scary. <laughs> I was like, is this really what I'm hearing here? Like, I'm so, yeah, like, I, is this I, translating? I was like, is this translating correct? Because, yeah, it's very scary. Because I'm a, I'm a, I love his art. I think his art is oh, it's, this it's great. weird slice cool. of life kind of like i just don't like the child molester part but i mean yeah i like the I art itself that. without knowing that is yeah. okay but as soon as i heard that i was like this is really weird yeah like this is but, this is like is he like just thinking like you know i could say this is going to go to this little magazine and um uh, and i just i just man. worry that the translation was like you know maybe the translation was more severe than what he's saying I, like he I, i'm not sure pictures you know? of fucking children in his fucking wallet or some shit like that if i ever Did remember he, i forgot oh man yeah. i forgot <laughs> oh that, that is very you're right that is a very odd one yeah yeah you're I, right i, I, I kind of forgot I about it. that i forgot about uh, that no that's not in the book oh okay well that's not in the book but yeah the, no I, there was like 10 artists or something or eight or nine i can't remember now but wow that's, that's a, a lot. lot to fucking like maybe trim down from right like i don't know something like that oh i know right how do you trim down like how do you you just gotta just eliminate a bunch I guess sorry Sana Han no. was no oh, oh no no <laughs> she's not i don't know she's not there's a lot oh. of great ones there's a lot of greats that aren't in yeah like oh, there are female artists in there and i just i'm just it's slipping my mind because i'm you know there's just so many but yeah there's a lot Oh, Shizu wow. Saldamando is in there. I think she's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's more though, but yeah, I'm just kind of like, yeah, there's, there's definitely more. Well, I mean, like, I, it's also a thing of like, you look, you, you flip through the magazine. And, uh, is Cozy and Dan in there? Are they in there? They're in, they're in the history part a lot. I don't know if they're in there. I don't know if there are whole is, articles is in there. Show in there. I mean, <laughs> he's not in Barry there. Is, did Mary, Barry McGee's in there. Barry McGee makes it. Okay. I'm now I'm like honestly flattered that I fucking made it. Yeah, like, no, you made it. Um yeah. Barry McGee is in there. There's a lot of great ones that we just I mean, they were all in a list and it just started getting eliminated and eliminated and eliminated. And I was just like, well, I have no you know, like when we're making a magazine, one thing about it is um Sometimes, you know, you write a long article and you're like, this needs to get cut down. It has to. And right. then you start trimming sentences or paragraphs and you're trimming it. And then you realize, okay, I trimmed a bunch of stuff out. It's like getting a, a trim of a haircut. Right. It's like you're taking very little off to make it look better. Right. But what, what happens when you just, you're like, dude, you need to take three inches of your hair off. You can't do this trim. It's bullshit. That right. means you're cutting paragraphs, like whole paragraphs and cutting whole sections out. Right. And, you know, we used to be like, okay, we can't do this trimming shit. We gotta ch take chunks out. We we can't. We have. I mean, we have to. And that was some of the articles were always like that. We're like, you know, we have to cut out a fucking page. So we're like, we have to just rid whole areas and just suck it up, and make it. You know, let's hope it makes it better. And that's just how it works. You know, you're like, this article is a thousand words too long. We gotta take big cuts. You can't be like, let's just put a you know, like a, a smaller word in there instead of a longer word, you know, that's not going to help. You got to really just chop shit out. And that's yeah. sort of you like how the book is. You're, you make this list and you're like, oh, every, it's like an all-star team. And you're just like, I got to eliminate this all-star and that all-star and this all-star. And it's like, and then we're like, oh, Luke Chu. Yeah, we, we got to keep him in. Not an all-star, but we got to keep him in.
<laughs> yes, exactly. You got, you got, you got, you, you got to create like some lows and those and all those. You can't just be high all the time. You got, you got to like I don't dip know. down just, once in a while. <laughs> it's just all over the place, man. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite things about like the, the about giant robot. Watch, watch you get cut out it. when I when I don't even know about it. They might cut you out. That's fine. That's fine. I I, <laughs> I hope I, not. I, wonder, I hope I, not. I, it's like things happen when I don't even know. I'm just like that happened. Look, like you didn't look, tell me. Look, I ain't no. I ain't gonna no James Jean Murakami, Yoshi Tominara, Barry you're, you're, McGee. You're you're, you're you're the best Luke Chu out there. So I'm I'm good. Oh. Aww. But. Aww. You don't have to be any of those people. Like, Would you really want to be any? Uh, maybe you, they'll take their money, maybe, but you know, <laughs> be yourself. I what well, I would love. I would love their status. Like, oh yeah, that know, too. I to mean, be celebrated. Take take you the know, cash like, and the status and be Luke Chu. Yeah, no, that's that's what that's. I I, I wasn't I wasn't saying anything about what they do. I was just acknowledging their status and. Yeah. Um, the 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 art world sure. um but you know the things that i always loved about the magazine were the small articles like oh. you had like this guy <laughs> who like had spent some time in prison and like he, like you know does an article about making spread you know oh that's in there noodle. that's that's in the food oh. section right oh, fantastic. so it's yes. called P pinoy prison recipes it's like <laughs> filipino dudes in prison and they, they show how they make their food yeah right? that's I that's it, that's that. it, that's so that's an example that makes it to the food section of the book it's like that's okay, food so. that's a good food section <laughs> i was because like, i remember that that wasn't in and i remember explicitly i'm saying the pinoy prison recipes got to be in the food section and then they're just yeah, like what nice. and then they, they said they're like what what are you talking about i was like Look it up. It's in there. And then they found it and went, oh, my God, this has to be. In. You know, like they forgot or they overlooked it. Because I, I remember right. I was like, There's, something's missing here. And I go, it's that prison recipe one. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like that. <laughs> Did you, didn't you like do an article about like an Asian porn star that had a 10 inch dick or something like that? Um, Brandon Lee. He's in the book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, he's funny. in the book. His name is Brandon Lee and he's in the book. I was cleaning up my uh, my old bedroom and I uh -oh. I found like this oh no porno bag. oh I thought it was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be porn I was like oh magazine oh. porn no like I'm like oh. look at these old ones these are so good oh yeah Chow issue six fat, man that's, that, that's a good one fat. Uh, that that I think that's in the I think his interviews in the book yeah it is Tony he's also Young. in the book he's in the book he Tony makes Young. it yeah he makes like, it excellent. Devil no. Robots did not. Oh no! And look at this. Look, this is one of the most classic covers. I don't know if they make it. I can't. You know what? At the moment, I totally don't remember if they're in or not. I don't remember. Fucking look at look at this. I know. Barry I know. McGee. Barry McGee is fucking amazing. I mean, he made it. And then you got. Oh yeah, fucking, he makes it. Look at that. Got Ryan Jeff McFederich. Jeff McFederich. Does oh, Jeff, Jeff McFederich make it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he makes it in the book. Oh, he might no. not have made it. He might not have made it. Wow. Thank wow. you. Yeah. I, uh, I, I just, I, I thought. Wow. I, um, that's I all you I, have, though. No, no. I've got. That's just the the fucking uh, the top of this bag. The the rest of this oh, my bag. God. Oh wow! You have an issue four. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. 
Yeah. If you have a four, I see an eleven a right four? behind it. I've got a oh three. I've got a three. Three. What? Wow. This is my Wait a second of- here. Do you know how you got all this? From you. Remember, we went through the shed. We pulled out every fucking box from the shed so you can get every issue of the map yep. as much yep. as we could. And it yep. was like a long ass process. Oh, it was an entire evening. Of yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we pulled out every. So, you know, that shed now is all metal shelves, like stainless steel rack shelves. Everything's right. like all the everything's off the ground and organized. Oh, and good. then there's rack. And that old office is now all rack shelves with more magazine boxes all off the ground and org- organized by number. Oh, good. good but good. but um, there are some issues that are extremely low. Like, I have five copies each left, and that's it. Like the Luke you know? 2 issue? No. That one I have, I mean, 15. But, like, the Adrian Tomine one, number 49, Uh huh. I think there's, like, five or four or three, like, barely any. Do I even and then, have one? And then um, it's kind of got a pink cover and a pink on the top. And then Megan, Megan, what's her name? Megan, uh, the one who lives in Highland Park. Megan, uh, the one that does like little uh, Bigfoots and shit. Number 57. Megan, forgot her last name. Number 57 and 49 are the two rarest issues. 57 because i i know like i found like i felt like mine was kind of hard to find it was hard for yours is hard to find it's hard to find but i mean i might have 15 maybe 20 but yeah the other ones where i'm like i'm done like less than five is 49 and 57 49 and 57 i'm gonna have to those are those are extreme rare like like man i if if someone had one for for five bucks i would buy it i'd be like oh i'm gonna buy it if it was 20 bucks, maybe not. But, I mean, five bucks, I would buy it. I'd be like, dude, I'm buying that shit because it's worth it. And the people wow. just don't know, but those are the two rarest right now where I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's like you're, you're in your 20s right there, I think. Yeah, right? in my you're 20s. Older. You're yeah. just 21, 20. Believe it or not, I could I remember the numbers on a lot of them. So. That's amazing. Yeah, that's – Well, you know, that was my life. So it's like I lived through those like – you know, like – you can kind of go through and remember what was happening in your life when you look at the cover. You're, I look at the cover. I'm like, okay, I lived here. This person was my girlfriend. I just, you know, we did this, this, and this. And I could look right. through the magazines and remember all that. But then it, it gets blurry after a while. Right. Of course it <laughs> yeah. does. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a long time ago. It was I mean, like I 10 years ago. I could barely fucking remember what the fuck was going on. I I honestly, I'm beginning to think that like the reason why my memory is such garbage is because of fucking microplastics. Really? Yeah, I think so. So think that so. actually messes with your memory? No, I, I mean, don't know. This, this is oh, my theory. I was going to say, but we, our body has got microplastics in it, like from food and stuff, right? Right. You know, I, I, I so I, my mom has a carafe. Um, that uh, an insulated carafe where she like pours boiled water into it, so she has like boiled water whenever she, or hot, really hot water whenever she wants it to like refill her teas and stuff like that. What's is it a I, container with a top on it? Yeah, and I unscrewed the top and I flipped it over, and it's a plastic top. And I rubbed my and I was like, oh, this looks weird. And I rubbed my top on it, and like it's a it's a black plastic top, and and it was like tiny microscopic like like a gray film was on my finger and what i think is it is is the plastic breaking down from the heat you know um yeah 
Yeah. And so I've been drinking that shit. I've been drinking out of that fucking carafe, um, you know, refilling my teas with but my tea. That, so that's the ones you know about. But yeah. then there's probably microplastics in all the other food you eat anyway. Right. You know, yeah. like fish and stuff. It probably is. Oh, oh, oh right, 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 right. But yeah, I'm sure there's microplastic in it all. But yeah, that one I'm is different look. because, um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, giant robot. You don't have uh, 50, 49 and 57 are the rarest. Wait, why am I telling everybody? Everybody, 49, there's plentiful. Just send them to me. 57. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, this... No. Oh, I have a small. I don't I have... think I have the Adrian Tomain. It's the main one. And, and, 50, and 57. 57 has got um pink and something like mountains and little Bigfoots. Oh, I forgot her. 57, I'm, I'm like, 57 is, uh, whatchamacallit, David Cho's Obama. Oh, is it really? Yeah. 57. It's not 57? Oh, wait, I'm sorry, then. I forgot the number. Fifty. Mm. Was it 54? 54. I forgot. I'm sorry. It's basically, um, I forgot her name, but it's it's the, uh, yeah, Jane an artist. Jane is 54. 54. My bad. I've told you that I just failed on my numbering there. <laughs> I'm looking at go. the uh, 50 it, maybe it's is it 64 I don't know 64 and, and I know oh. I know 60 I know 67 the issue before oh. yours is very rare get a sneak peek of the cover uh, of the book already on Amazon I think yeah you could look it on Amazon it's there it looks good anyway. it looks good it's got the fucking GR2 store and yeah yeah you know, anyway, I'm I'm honored that the book's coming out and they they worked. You know, it's like one of those things that um I'm glad they took it on because um I don't think I would have done it myself. And it's like you know just really a miracle that they decided to do it. And then uh you know they have to put they're investing in it really right. They're they put mm -hmm. a lot of money, time, and effort into it. So you know I'm I'm super stoked. But also yeah. they're good at it. You know, like one thing about it is if I made this book, let's say I made it myself. Right. I would I would have I'd be printing them. Mm -hmm. I will have a living room full of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like piecemeal I would be trying to sell them whereas you know like drawn and quarterly has a whole distribution system in place. And um this you know they already know like oh we're going to print x amount of these they're going to go to all these stores already. You know they have mm -hmm. a whole like press machine that whole thing that does press. They have like all of that shit. So, oh really? So they're doing all the. They're not taking it to China. They're, they're, it's all being printed in China. No, right? no, no, no. I'm sorry. They they they'll print it in China. But I'm saying is they'll do the PR part of it, the press to get right. the word out. They do right. that pretty well, actually. Right, right, like, right. They're right. Actually, really excellent at that. So they're. It's like they're really tiny staff, and they they do a lot with a tiny staff, and they handle their books really well. Like they don't just make books that go nowhere. They put a lot of effort, even a little comic. That they'll like set up a book tour for a comic, you know, a single issue of a comic. I mean, oh, a mini book tour. Do you think they, you they, work, they work? They work. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to. They're supposed to have events in L.A., San Francisco, New York. Excellent. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like maybe even more than that, but they're they're talking about it already to like how to do this or what are we gonna do, and uh, you know, so yeah, whatever. We're trying. That's that's great. That's great that yeah. they um have yeah. like infrastructure. I'm like that's supposed to be I, September fifteenth, I think, is when it's coming out that book. So yeah, I you know I just had a, a um I, I just self produced my first toy. 
Yeah, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, the yes. low fidelity figure. And let me pull it. Let me grab it really quick. Um, it's this guy. And um, not yeah. sure how blurry he's looking. And, um, you know, I am now, right now, I'm trying to figure out wholesaling. And like I had to, uh, there's so much I had to fucking like research like do I charge sales tax on wholesale I don't um no. do I have you know like you know how do um I accept what kind of payment what's the easy the most effective way to do with receive payments you know blah 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 and I'm just like oh my god like I should there's so many other things I need to be doing right now <laughs> but, yeah uh, it, it's um yeah. a learning process right 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 and then, like you know, I um, I paid for the you know I had I had them shipped on a slow boat from China to um, the United States, and then I had it shipped from the the port, I think in Long Beach, to uh, my apartment. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, I don't know why that's funny, but something about this sounds funny. Um. Like apparently it's supposed to, like the, the cost for shipping on the boat was like about sixteen hundred something dollars for three pallets. And then it cost me double to fucking have it like transported from really? you know. Yeah. It oh, was that sounds that sounds odd. Yeah. It was it was yeah. So like basically sixteen and sixteen hundred and sixteen hundred. Um, wow. you know, to Wait, to go from couldn't you just I mean I know it's a lot, but was it, I guess, rent a van and just go get them type of thing? Or that was just like out of the picture? That was out of the picture. Oh, was yeah. it in customs and you had to clear it from customs by hiring somebody? Does it include that service? Yes. Yeah. Because there's so. that. And I think you have to pay for, ah, uh, what do they call it? There, there's an a customs agent. You have to hire your own customs agent or something yeah, like that. Yeah, basically, and like you we. You could clear it yourself. Self clearing exists, but they. They actually don't want you to do that. They want you to spend money for some reason to hire a person. It's really shady. Yeah, and they 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 will charge you per hour. It fucking like sits there, you know. So yeah, I think Lap knows how to do it. Oh really? Well, because he his family business includes coral, like live coral for oh. aquariums, right? And he goes to LAX and clears shit out of customs and you know gets it all done. I don't know if he would help you, but I'm saying is he knows how to do it. And right. I don't think because because I've done it before uh, when I was getting I was I had something shipped from Asia. And I remember it was a lot of it. I go there and then the guy I, I was like a noob and I show up and the guy looks at me and goes, you need to be hiring a, a customs agent to do this for you. And hmm. I was like, no, I could just do it myself. You know, I don't need to blah, blah, blah. And he just looks at me and he's just like, you got to hire a customs agent. And I was like, but I don't have to. You know, and it was, but they just want you to. Like, it's like, did you, were you able to get your stuff out? I did, but he just says, next time, just hire a customs agent. Like, he was like, don't do this yourself. And I was like, but I'm, I'm allowed to, you know, but they just, they don't encourage it. Mm. Like, they want you to, it's like they want your money to go to somebody else, and they know that guy probably, and they make, it makes their job easier. Right. That's like you union know? stuff, and I get it. Yes. Yes. I, yes. Uh, but then you paid, 16, but then you paid $1,600 twice. Yeah. And how much did that customs agent guy get? A grand, probably. Who knows? Or Who knows? more? Yeah. And then he yeah. put it in his pickup truck and took it to your house. No, that, well, no, they I'm, they hired. I'm a, kidding. A, a, I don't know. A, it was it was kind of kind of pathetic because they literally showed up with a a freaking a big old like you know 
like diesel freaking truck, you gotcha. know. Yeah. And they, I, I met them outside, and they opened up the back, and they're like way in the back of the fucking truck. <laughs> was just these three pallets of my, uh, you know, stacked up in my figure. Yeah. And um, and apparently they're going to charge me like, I don't know, like either it was either twenty five or fifty dollars per pallet if I didn't return the pallets. <laughs> really? Yeah. God, man. So as soon That's as more it showed up. I was just I was scrambling to get these things off the pallets. Just wow. To, um, you know, yeah. So to, back in the magazine days, same thing. Um, at the when we our magazine would be done, and we're waiting for our copies because the copies that you know they go to all the distributors. Leftovers come to us, and they came to the garage right in the in the the neighborhood, and the mm -hmm. big truck would come, a big one, you know. Like not an eighteen wheeler because that's like two things, right? But it was just a single one. But you know, one of yeah. those things that has like multiple tires everywhere, right? Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and I'm like, and I'm they're like driving, and then they're trying to find where to go, and then I'm like waving, and they're like, "Fuck, we're delivering to a little house. Like, where's the dock?" I'm like, "There's no dock. You're putting it on the street. We'll put it on the street. I got it from there." And <laughs> and it's like they're reversing and shit on because it's in a corner. So yeah. they would pass the house, reverse in a turn, and I'm like, you're using all of your driving school skills to like get this thing to near to my back door. And um it was amazing though, because I'm like, wow, every it never came in a small truck, it always came in a gigantic one. And that was just <laughs> the way that's just the way it got delivered every time. And I'm like, I'm sure that just just sometimes one pallet with like a thousand pounds of magazines on it, right? Or more. But right. the truck would be enormous, and I'd be like, "Dude, right. your magazines you know, are so heavy." Yes, so they're like, uh, I believe they're about nine ounces each. Like you right. know, a pound is sixteen, right? So little, it's under a pound, but it's about nine or ten ounces or something for a magazine. Right. So just think, one magazine's one pound, thousand copies. You're, you know, you're getting a lot of magazines. So yeah, is it's that, rough. Is that what the general print run of the magazine was? Um, no. Uh, the we would get. Anywhere from four hundred to a thousand copies uh, okay. into our back door, but no, I think so. This is <laughs> magazines are so shady, including us. Um, I think the biggest run we ever did was twenty-seven thousand copies. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and um, I think that was the biggest run. I don't think we ever hit thirty. It was like twenty. Sounds like a, it sounds so for a magazine person. It sounds really tiny, but mm. to me, it's a lot. Yeah. And then, but and. By by all counts, if you look at other small magazines, I think we were huge, like compared. Sure. Because a lot of mag because the whole thing is it's a game. It's the worst thing to say right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna spill it. Don't kill me. But uh, it's a game of lies, right? You 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 say, hey, I print two hundred thousand because you know you tell that to an advertiser, they're like, oh shit, my ad's gonna go to two hundred thousand hands. You know, right? Every magazine out there did that. Right, but I I didn't say two hundred thousand. We we, you're like I, I, our run is fifty thousand or something like that. Right, and that's like, but that's like, the most honest lie ever because people would say two hundred and fifty thousand, and I'm like, well, we have fifty thousand, you know, like, yeah, it, it, my lie was almost pointless. I might as well have just said we did ten thousand at that point. It just it didn't matter. It was too little. Mm. I needed to say two hundred fifty thousand. Wait, you so know. you have said 250,000? No, I haven't. No, I didn't. I'm saying is I had I did numbers too small. Like we were too honest. So we didn't get the killer ads cuz we were too small. 
If we right. said 250,000, yeah, we would have got more ads or 400,000. I mean, we could have just said that. And who's to say, you know, yay or nay, but um, no, we were, we were much smaller. Every magazine was smaller. Right. I, I mean, nobody right. tells the truth, right. but I, except I, and maybe, some of the, hmm? no, I was gonna say, except for maybe like some periodicals, like, yeah, like, like time, like time and Newsweek or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but like, but like some of the other ones, like I think Vice, I think we printed more than Vice did. You know, Vice was free, right? Right. But like there was a point where you couldn't find that thing, you know, and it was only at certain stores. So it felt like there was a lot. But like go to the other stores that don't have Vice. That's all the rest of the stores, which is the majority. Most didn't right. have Vice. Right. <laughs> it's free. It's free. So newsstands really didn't have them either. So. It was yeah. one of those things that's like it looked like it was everywhere, but really it was just where you went. It was oh, no, cool I, guy. I totally got the impression that Vice was a fucking a, a rinky dink mag. It was just a lot of money was spent in this production, and I bet you it was smaller uh, than us, maybe. You know, and maybe oh, it, it might have been smaller. A lot of magazines were. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like what kind of fucking like you know like person fucking like spends fucking you know like you know like. And they probably lied and said they made a quarter million copies or five hundred thousand or something, and they, right. they might have. They, maybe they printed twenty thousand or less. You know, right? Yeah, it's, it's the game. All of these guys, everybody did that. I hate to say, nobody so told what, the truth. What's the run size of the book? Oh, that I think the first copy, the first run is ten thousand copies. So, okay, yeah, yeah. But you know, one thing different though, I guess, in our benefit is when you bought Time Magazine. If you ever bought Time or Newsweek, you might have bought it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You read it. What did you do with it? Threw it away? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why basically. the fuck? What, why you fucking got a whole bag of giant robots for? Because you don't want to throw that away, right? I love giant robots. And, 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 you, and you might show it to other people, and they show it to other people. So we had like this different you know, thing where it's like there's a thing called a pass-along rate. Right. Our, our rate of people showing it to their friends was really high, I think. You buy one copy, one copy might go to many different people's eyes. Time Magazine, you look at it and you probably throw it away. You're the only one that looked at it, right? It yeah. didn't go to anyone else. So there's that difference too, is that we had this, it's called a pass-along rate. I bet you ours was extremely high. Right. And um, you know, and then other magazines, very, very low. Like, did you share your A magazine that you bought? You know, A, the Asian magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people shared that, right? You bought it, you didn't share it with no one. You bought it. You fucking shelved it or you threw it away. Giant right. robot, people didn't throw it away. They kept like they kept it around. And you know, if you add that into our circulation, then okay, our number's legitimately way bigger. Right. You know, if you add that to circulation. I yeah, didn't know it's about how how does one me measure that? Like it's just it making surveys. I mean, we did surveys. We I mean our own surveys just to see about what we thought it would be so we can right. have a legit number. So if you said, Oh, pass along rate of six maybe that's legit like six people did six people look at your giant robot maybe but whereas time zero just you yeah. one and then you do. throw it away right? maybe, maybe even maybe even rolling stone Roll, or right? your kid yeah right yeah. or or friends but rolling stone magazine you might have bought it maybe or spin i don't think you showed it to anybody you might have threw it away after that or kept it but you might not have shown anyone but it's like I'm the same still, thing I, I, but, I but apart, you know old, i still have old b-side magazines Magazine. Yeah, there's there's cool magazines. I have a bunch of skateboard magazines, and I still have them from like 25 years ago. Right. You know, right. but like porno, no pass along rate. You kept that <laughs> shit to yourself, right? 
So well, porno has no pass along rate. Did you share that with your friends? Hey, bro, look at this asshole. <laughs> you didn't do if, that. I, if I had an awkward freaking nephew. <laughs> hey, hey, hi, nephew. Here, look at this anus. I want you to have here, this. This anus here, is just like, so stellar. You need to have this. No. Of course, my, Maybe? That, that, that nephew of mine will roll their eyes and go, I can get porn off of this. And they'll, they'll oh, internet. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying is back in the day, if you bought a porn or got a porn, you probably just stashed it in your somewhere. You hit it. You know what you nope, do? With nobody nobody saw it but you. I'll tell you what you do. You take it, you put it in a box, and you put it in the field. <laughs> you put it in the field where, like, you know, some random no. kid is going to fucking find it. And then fucking, like, you know, grab it and, like, you know, and, and take it and hide it underneath their bed. Because that was the way things were. When you, we, what we were you, so you found porno in a field? I have found porn. This is so in, weird. Uh, I have found like so when I was living in Fresno, um, I, there used to be this canal that like went, um, like that like bordered where like one of the Fresno State fields, you know, were, and you'd find like you know porno mags and stuff like that where you'd think like maybe like some of the uh, older kids fucking like. You know, hey, like a... we're like looking at them, and then like maybe an adult came by and they just like fucking threw, left them down there and ran. A pass along rate, there it is. The pass along there, rate. There, there's it, your it's alive. It's a, it's alive and well. If there was a Time magazine, the kids wouldn't take it, so no pass along rate. Yep. Porno mag, they'll take it, so there's a pass along rate. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Like, see, there you go. That makes sense. Yeah. Newsweek. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna take it. Yeah. But porn, maybe yeah. you're being. Like, oh, I'm taking that shit. Porn and giant robot guys. Porn <laughs> and giant robot. <laughs> right? I don't know. It's it's uh, anyways. In that way, I actually believed our circulation earned a higher number, frankly. But you know, I, yeah. So we would always like you know. So if you if I I didn't feel as bad about saying hey our circulation is fifty thousand or sixty thousand or whatever because I know our pass along rate was actually really strong. But yeah, it's still a you know it's still a completely fabricated number. You know, I have. So there's that. We we're, we are running out of time. I know. Time, I'm sorry. I, I have, I have a, a little question, and that is, I remember like one of the other things I enjoyed um, reading in your magazine was I think you would have letters. You would publish like some letter stuff, and like you would get letters from prisons. And, oh, yes. You know, and then like so, is the guy who like showed you how to make you know the the um the the spread the prison like the, the prison snacks uh, someone that also might have written into the magazine or like how'd you meet he, this guy no that that was a person who um uh somebody who wrote for the magazine that was her like cousin or something like that oh so that's why like so she kind of like worked with him to get this article done oh yeah yeah so no that's what that's how it got done she was kind of she's a journalist actually so she was just like ah oh, this is gonna be fun <laughs> I was like, perfect. So uh, the funniest part is, you know, there's a person named Francine at Drawn and Quarterly. She's an editor there or associate editor. I'm not sure of her title, but she read every copy of Giant Robot. And so she was very versed in uh, the entire run. And she said, you know, there is there are themes that run throughout the magazine. And one of them is incarcerated people because you guys had a fascination with people in jail or prison. And you kept going back to it over and over and over. 
So that means people from prison would write to us or we would do something about someone in prison and write about it. And it just said the prison thing kept coming up. So th like there was always some kind of a, you know, it kind of kept coming back. So as, for as example, read about incarceration. Inter interesting. So uh, Wayne Lowe, the school shooter, is actually going to be in the book. He makes it because that's an article uh, that they really thought was interesting at Drawn and Quarterly, and that, that makes it into the book. Wait, which he school? Was a, he was at a school called Simon's Rock College, which is in the Berkshires. Uh, what is that? Is that Massachusetts? The Berkshires, yeah. Oh. It Basically, it's a small private school. There's a guy named Wayne Lowe. He wore a shirt. The famous thing was he wore a shirt of that hardcore band, Sick of It All. Right. And um, he, you know, schizophrenic. It says he's schizophrenic, and he actually shot and killed two people mm. with, a, I think, an assault rifle at, uh, on mm. campus. Mm. And, you know, of course, he doesn't kill himself, and um, he still lives today. He's mm. my – he's a pen pal part-time. Like, I still write to this guy, um, and oh, he'll wow. write. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's a uh, – you know, he says that – he explains it all, and he's he says that a lot of people want his story – but, you know, he said that, like, TV wants his story. Like, it's always like a TV thing. But anyway, he's he's still around. But, yeah, as an example, the prison thing, she points it out uh, and says, yeah, you got you had a fascination with prison or prisoners liked you or something. It, it kept going on and on. So, yeah, there's mm. these weird themes. Yeah, and that's one of the themes. And then another person said we have a we had a whole thing about big guys. So, like, sumo was always in there or a big dude here or a tall person there. <laughs> Oh, so wow. like we had a lot of like a weird fascination with big thing big people so yeah we always had big people in it for some reason really odd but yeah so, I didn't, it's all it's all unintentional but it's like after the fact people would tell us wow yeah yeah wow i didn't i didn't no, know i had a fascination well, like, with prison, prison and big people prison is always a fascinating thing and oh, also, yeah like you know especially like because we, we hear so much about it from the perspectives of white people, of black people, and Mexican people, um, you know, through you know, uh, you know, what American entertainment, um, you know, and stuff like that, like mafia shit, like yeah, you, know, you hear gang, you gang hear stuff, about, right? Gang yeah, stuff. But, but you know that like Asians go to the fucking you know prison too, and so it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> yep. it's like. Like, what about those guys? Like, Wayne, Wayne, but he's like a weird outlier kind of. But yeah, he's a smart guy. You know, like if you go to if you go to Simon's Rock, I think you had to be like a prodigy of some sort. And I think he went to college as a youngster, like he was like fifteen or something, or he was really young. Mm. But yeah, so he, you know, I think he was like a genius kind of a kid. And then you know, definitely schizophrenic happens. Schizophrenia happens, and but yeah, just. So then he tells me, but this guy, like, man, I, there was so many. Like, I was going to make a zine of all the letters that he wrote me. Mm. And it's so, I don't, I have them somewhere, but they were so fucked up. He burned his letters. Like, all the ones I wrote to him, he said, I threw them away because I don't want to get in trouble. Because <laughs> we what were, were talking, you writing him. We were talking so much shit. It was talking shit to the max. Like, you know, like I was asking him every dirty question I could about prison I could think of and repeating it and then accusing him of doing it and being like, dude, you've done that. You lying sack of shit. And he'd be like, no, I didn't. I'd be like, dude, you're you know, you went to prison. You're a virgin because I read that in another book that said you were. He was like, bullshit. I'm not blah, blah, blah. And he was just going back and forth of 
antagonizing each other. It was harsh, right? He's antagonizing me. I'd antagonize him back. And then he told me this whole story about he was he's like wore that sick of it all shirt. He goes, I don't even like hardcore. I just put on a t-shirt. I didn't and that became like this thing, right? That like the news caught onto it because it's a sick of it all. And it's like and he shot two people. And it's a hardcore right. band called Sick of It All. But the, ever, the media thought, it's just, I'm wearing a shirt that says Sick of It All. And he's like, this guy's into hair metal. Like, he's into Sebastian <laughs> Bach. You know, that that dude? <laughs> you know, like, like he likes long hair right. metal. Loves it. Like, like, he likes all that stuff. And then, like, so he starts a band in prison, and they're playing hair metal. Because he's like a musical prodigy. Because that's, he was a music guy, violinist. Oh. So he starts a band in prison. They become like the prison rock stars, right? And he's singing, like he sings too. And he's singing Sebastian Bach, like, you know, what that song is. I don't know, you know. So he's not really you know, like, not not Johann Sebastian Bach, but the metal guy. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. then then I'm like, what happened to the band? He goes, dude, the guitar player got caught getting a blowjob. <laughs> he got caught in prison getting a blowjob. The band broke up after that. Oh wow. <laughs> I was like rock star blues right there. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Is what, that did funny? what did he play? What, what, what he was a guitar player. He was a guitar player. Oh, so the guy I know, he played keyboards and he sang. And then the guitar player said, "Got it." He, after they had their gig that that was like raging in prison, that the guy was the the, the guitar player was getting a blowjob and they got caught. <laughs> and then the band blew. Up, the band broke up. Aww. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, "What? That's like rock stars wow. in prison. That's what happens." Wow. <laughs> anyway, that anecdote was funny though, because that's like after I was just like, "Oh shit, dude!" I mean, like, it's a crying shame that you don't have like both. Uh, have copies of what you sent him. Um, yeah, he burned them all. He goes, "Dude," because at one time I think I joked around and I said, "Dude, I should just turn all this in and see what happens to you." And then he freaked out, and he so he like threw away everything that I ever wrote, but I still uh -huh. have everything he wrote to me. Wow! I just wow. was joking. I was like, I'm gonna turn this in, see what happens. You know, like being a total <laughs> snot. Well, I mean, like you know, what is he ever gonna get released? You know, he said he said he doesn't want to ever get released, but then um, he said that uh, they're trying to get people out of prison where he's at. So mm. there's a small chance that he might be up for it at some point but he said that he pretty much is resigned to never leaving prison mm. like mm. he said for a while he was saying i don't want to leave like this is my life like i'm not gonna i don't want to go anywhere you know right but uh he said that now yeah they're talking about trying to get people out of prison where he's at so i don't mm. know mm. i don't i mean i told him you know there's a chance that something might happen for you maybe you'll get out eventually and he said yeah i don't know like I'm not counting. He's not counting on it. How old is he now? Probably 45-ish. I don't know. Something like that. Or maybe 50. Uh, young. There. Young, 45, young. 50. Hmm. I think I had. I, I you, could look, you could look him up. You could look him up. Wayne Lowe. L-O. Yeah. I, I yeah. saw it. He, he killed his a brother sells, His, and, his uh, brother sells golf clubs. <laughs> wow. Wayne Lowe. Uh, his, dad, his mom and dad lives in Montana, I think. He's 40. Yeah. Uh, he's uh he might have just turned fifty. Yeah, something like that. No, he no, he's forty nine. He's forty nine. Okay, I yeah. should write to him. It's been a second. Yeah, it's oh, it's free now too. In his state, Massachusetts, I believe 
writing to prisoners no longer costs money uh, if you use the internet system. Oh. Like there's an internet system, and you could use that, and I could write him a letter like tonight, and he'll probably get it in a day or two. But it doesn't. It's free now. It used to cost money. He goes, "It's free. You can write me as much as you want." I'm like, "But it was only like a nickel anyway." Like because you know, <laughs> I think I, I was I was writing on the internet, and then some company takes all of the letters and you know, like kind of they sort it and handle it, right? Right. I think it was like literally a nickel or something. Anyway, I was like, "It's no different." Wait, so you would have to like, like, how would they charge that? Like, not uh, post for for me. Yeah, I just paid five bucks at a time, and then I could write like a shitload of letters anytime I want, and basically like an email. And then they they probably print it out on paper and mail it to them or something. And you know, I don't know right. how they lose or make money. I don't. I might have been a state thing. Maybe that's run by the state, but now it's free. They yeah, they. I mean, they probably let like depending on like what your flight risk, what your what you what how oh, he's he's in are. minimum minimum security, I think. Now. Yeah, yeah. That that means that like they will let him use a computer to, you know. Uh, yeah, I think it's very limited. But you'll yeah the uh, no I'm he can't use a, he can't use the internet. He oh. can call his friend on the phone, and his friend can surf and tell him what he sees type of thing. Really. He he, huh. he can't just surf Google. He can't he can't do that. Oh, no, he can't Google that... like he can't Google Luke Chu and see you. Not not in his. He can't do it. Oh, he, okay. He can, he can get on the phone and ask his friend to like Google Luke Chu. Tell me what it says. You know that kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, he has no access to do that kind of stuff. Oh. Yeah. No. He's that'd be dangerous. Is it? I don't know. Like, I like. I'm obviously like. It's easy to like to to block porn and stuff like that out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll like. I don't know. Maybe he'll just make him crazy by doing that. Maybe it's bad for himself. Right. Right. Does he feel like he's being rehabilitated? Oh, he said absolutely not. He's never had one treatment for schizophrenia since he's been in prison. And he said that he was definitely seeing things, hearing things, and all this shit. That's why he did all that. And he said he never, he he never once got any treatment the whole time. Oh, that's that's crying shame. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I was like, whoa. They never. He said, yeah. So it was he was diagnosed by doctors, but yeah, there's no, not one bit of treatment. Hmm. So yeah. No. That's 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 the harsh life of that system. Yeah, yeah. They don't give a shit. That's lesson to your lesson. Don't go to prison. Well, no, that's the thing, right? Like, it, uh, like you know, like in an ideal, an ideal world, it would be great if, like, people, like, if, if we did use prison as a system to reform, like, uh, that's what criminals. they do in other countries. Maybe in other countries, uh, not South America, I guess, because those prisons look scary. But the ones right. like in Denmark or something, or Sweden, right. and. I yeah. think they probably do a, I don't know. A certain yeah, programs to help people yeah. fucking like, you know, like yeah. gain accrue like skill, like, you know, you know, skills that can be used in like society and whatever. But like America, you know, this, you know, the conservative, the, the conservative values that we like to, you know, that like, you know, have such a yeah. huge presence in, in this country are, have, we have this like, you know, like, or like you know, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you know, kind of you know attitude, and it's like, well, you know, well, it's also, I think the prisons are a lot of them are private too, right? And that's another thing. 
prisons yeah, are pri- prisons like, are private, and they're just it's like private them. school. It's like private school, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. They're, <laughs> give me, they're not, give me that tuition. You know, like the the the, the line between you know like re- re- reform uh, uh, reforming people and punishing people is this fucking weird one. And it's weird, uh, right? So yeah, whatever. Less lesson: Don't go to prison. Don't go try to prison. Not to go. Try not to go. Try not to go. Try try no. to stop yourself from doing stuff that will fucking land you in that shithole. Oh because my god! It's not fun. It's not fun. That's no. that's that's the takeaway from today's episode. That's the lesson. <laughs> Art show Biennale on Friday uh, in a couple days. Don't go to prison. Don't go to prison. Also, Luke Chu Low Fidelity figure available now at LukeChuStore dot com. Yes, Luke Chu store. Oh, it's not. It's LukeChuStore dot com. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have LukeChu dot com. I have that. I, I, oh, okay. I I just kept the uh, the the Shopify store uh, with that domain. Gotcha. And, you know. Gotcha. I also and like took. I, I took down my entire website and I just have a throw up page that, you know, awesome. links directly to the fucking store and so. what happens if they buy it from you what what comes in the box like you get the figure is there uh do you sign the box do you sign the figure do you do anything oh, like that dude, like that all that shit fucking takes a lot of time for me to fucking do like so you get the figure is there, there you a go. letter like hey man thanks so much for ordering your buddy luke dude, no no. no. Okay. No. no. You know, I actually thought about fucking like adding that option to my fucking like oh, personal personalized letter checkbox. No, no, no. If you like, if you pay hey, me a bro. dollar, if you, if you, if you pay me a buck or two, I'll sign the box. If you pay me five dollars, I'll sign the figure. You know. Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Oh. Because we got fucking slammed. It was. Uh, I'm very, very happy it's a good about. Pro- good problem. Luke got yeah. slammed with orders. Yeah, like we got like 350 orders, freaking, you know, <laughs> to, to to deal with. It was, it's been fucking kind of nuts. Like you, every day you have, we're, you have cardboard boxes everywhere, dude. I've you uh, line. I've been. I have visited Uline like several, uh, like three times. You know, in the past week. You drove yeah. there? No, no, no. I I ordered from them, oh, but okay. like. I, I ordered boxes. Um, I ordered. I, I ordered boxes in December, like you know, because I wasn't sure whether or not the figure was going to sell out at, at Designer Con. Fortunately, it sold out. But then, because if it didn't sell out, that I wanted to be able to like get them out the door, like you know, as soon as uh, get them out on, and online, you know, as soon as Decon was over. But you know, it, that was I didn't that didn't happen. And then the order showed up in the end of January. All all my figures showed up at the end of January. So I ordered some more boxes to kind of facilitate like a potential like my my Discord, who um wow. I, 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 oh, I saw Luke. first, and then which with whom I did sign the boxes for. Oh you know? and then like I had to order a whole bunch of fucking boxes when I like when it want like when when I took it online um to the public. Congrats. Yeah, I was I was shocked. I didn't like didn't know what to expect. You don't know what to expect. It's a fucking gamble. You know this. Fucking yeah. when you produce the fucking yeah. toys. Oh for of course, but yours at at eighty eight dollars 
passed with flying colors. It sounds like holy smokes. I used the fucking. I used the eights. I used the luck. The lucky lucky number eight yeah. there. Maybe try try um also maybe next time Paper Mart and and com- price compare with Uline. Maybe Paper Mart's good. Mm. They're in Los Angeles. Um, also, uh, maybe they're not like Uline though. Uline's. You you know Uline has um Donald Trump ads in their catalogs. No. I mean, it's there. It's 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 there. It's there. They, I don't know. I just it's weird that they're a political company, and I was just like, I don't want to deal with that. So, I I'd switched so, to Paper Mart. You you, you, went to, you go to Paper Mart. I use Paper Mart instead because Uline started putting Donald Trump ads in there because they're they you know they they wrote a whole letter about Donald like how they just support. I just Trump. throw their fuck. I just throw those catalogs away. Oh, I, I don't want those catalogs. But as soon as I saw that, I'm like, not. It's just weird that like you politicized cardboard boxes like what's up with that yeah i, I knew that they were so i was like I was, you know it's okay if you're conservative but just like yeah all of a sudden it becomes like this weird political thing and i'm like dude leave politics out of cardboard boxes please right yeah <laughs> i'm a, I, you could be conservative i don't give a shit but just don't don't you know, i don't know i, I want to buy my cardboard as, boxes in peace you know as much as i fucking <laughs> like don't I, I i am not a fan of conservative i do of conservatism and i doubly hate fucking trump like um i uh but you know, you know but you lines making good at fucking, what they do they make a fucking great box no you line is really good at what they do that's the thing they're really good they're the best at yeah. it frankly yeah, yeah they, they're they are. really fucking good and yeah, i'm just they're like excellent they're excellent at it except for that part i was like why are you politicizing cardboard yeah, cardboard's yeah good that's... without politics keep the politics out of cardboard please but it's not really that let me see yeah, i don't know like, but it's all good man whatever I don't, I don't even see the size that i can't i don't even see the sizes in that, that i'm looking for i mean like uh it, the 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 Paper Mart website's not as good. I mean, there's just a ton of no. Things. It fucking sucks. It's not. Like, it it, it does suck, but you get used to it sucking, and then it works. Yeah, but they're not to... as good. They're not as good. That is the bottom line. I I suffer from that, but I that's who I buy from now. Ten by but, five by some. But some of Uline's um, I think shipping prices might be a lot higher than Paper Mart. But I think paper, you know, all that. Their their shipping prices are high. Everything gets everything's gotten expensive, but there was a long a while where Paper Mart shipping was actually free, and I was like, oh, it's free, and they had their own truck that would just drive to you and drop off free shit, you know. Oh really? Yeah, it used to be free. It's sometimes they have twelve dollar deals where it's like shipping is twelve bucks depending on how big, but they they do you know your stuff's not oversized. It's twelve bucks. That's oh my god, this special. website sucks so it's, much. It does, and it's frustrating. But you know, maybe not use oh. your phone. Don't use your phone. Don't yeah, can't, yeah. The phone. The, I'm trying to like find sizes, and I'm just oh, like, oh, they. Just, it's not as good. Like Uline's is is a refined ass website. They 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 have it down, but Paper Mart doesn't. But then sometimes Paper it's cheaper. Like sometimes Uline's really expensive. So yeah, 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 yeah. But it's all good, man. Whatever. Okay, well, but the I whole point your... is the whole point is you sold a lot of figures. I sold a lot of figures. I mean, you you've got the you've got the power. I've been I I'm lucky. I I was able to pay off the money I paid for um the production of this figure, you know, with um uh, with this and and tons of profit. No, 
Not uh, not that Eric Nakamura profit, but like you know, tons of Luchu profit. <laughs> oh, like, congrats! You know. That's a that's a tough task, man. You're very good. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah, I feel I feel very Fuck fortunate. Yeah. Fuck so. yeah! Damn. Okay, so we went way over time again. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just easy to 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 to, to gab, talk about fucking prison shit. <laughs> like, let, okay, let let me ask one last question about that. I didn't was, go to prison. Oh, was no. the prison shit a you thing, a Martin thing, or a a, a, a staff thing? I think it was me, man. <laughs> I mean, I actually went to that prison to interview that guy. I actually went to the prison. Like, I right. I went and visited. You know, I went that far. Um, but yeah, no, just getting letters to the editor, and it's like prisoners always writing, and we have prisoners are always writing to Giant Robot. That was a thing. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. the magazine fucking like. I mean, I guess it's because it's not like a girl, like an a, uh, an FHM kind of magazine or anything like that. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of kind of fun, snarky content in there. Yeah, but, you know. I hope it saved a life too, like in prison. I don't know. Maybe you like how they they tape magazines to their body so they don't get stabbed. <laughs> you know, like like I wonder if someone just taped a bunch of giant robots to their abdomen. And then they blocked a knife. Not, not minimum, not minimum security, man. Not yeah, minimum no. security. You know, like it, that's a max. That's a maximum security problem right there. <laughs> and let me tell you something: giant robot isn't showing up in maximum security prisons. Oh. Yeah, I don't really know, but there. You know, we did. We had a lot. We had prisoner subscribers all the time. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and that's a few more small questions. And so all, the entire run would show up to your old office. No, 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 no. Just the leftovers that didn't go to distributors or whatnot. There's always whatever was left over, we would get shipped. So everything was shipped. everything would get shipped. Yeah, everything shipped to distributors from the print shop. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the print shop was in China. No, uh, Canada. And Canada. they would and they would drive it across the border and then from there it would get shipped like you know oh. yeah they don't ship from canada because it's too expensive they'll cross the border so it becomes domestic american domestic shipping so then mm -hmm. then it goes there and then it just like you know a bunch of copies go to ingram or whatever it is and then a bunch go to tower or wherever you know the distributors and it would just go to gets divided up and then whatever's left over gets on a truck and it comes to giant robot garage mm -hmm. yeah i see that's how it worked yeah yeah so it was never like international shipping it was always domestic but it would ship from right across a border hey <laughs> oh my goodness that is some bizarre so luke is using a uh avatar on um avatar i guess and you're a bunny. Yeah, i'm using uh, a Very... digital avatar now. it's a it's a bunny that is squinting and just it's making a lot of eyes at me yeah i'm just I'm just having fun all right, we should go. Um, I wanted to end it on that on, on, on the bunny Back, note. <laughs> yeah, bunnies in prison. Let's do it. Wait, it's wait, it's wait. It's not just going to be art at the open at the VIP opening. There's going to be like music and stuff too, right? Oh, um, Dan Automator's going to DJ a little bit. I'm sure his DJing is probably minimal. Like you know, he's not like the scratch DJ. He just plays music. Right. But he's kind of a famous guy. You know, he's one of the gorillas, the original gorillas. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Deltron 3030 and whatever, Dr. Octagon and tons of great things. And then... Um, oh, did you know I met Cool Keith 
at Decon. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. See, that's Dr. I met, Octagon. I, I met Dr. Octagonologist at wow. fucking Decon. Yep. I, was, I was like, oh, my God, it's quirky. <laughs> Do you know what he looks like? Um, yeah, I've got a photo of him. I mean, you, you, did you know, did you recognize him? Uh, my friend, rec uh, my friend introduced oh. me. Oh, uh, okay. To, okay. Okay. You know, and I was just like, holy shit. Fucking Dr. Octagon. Yeah. My cool yeah. teeth was, well, he was an ultramagnetic MCs. Yeah. Uh, but I knew he, him. I knew him from, from, from Octagonicologist. Oh, Dr. Octagon. Amazing. And then, uh, he does Dr. Doom. He calls himself Dr. Doom with three O's. Dr. Doom. Uh, <laughs> That's Doom. later on. Dr. Doom, later. yeah, later on. Or oh, Black Elvis. I think he went by Black Elvis. Black Elvis. Yeah, I remember Black yeah. Elvis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, uh, he's had, you know, many uh many changes. Yeah, he's 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 awesome. Fucking cool Keith is like, you know, yeah. I, I love I love that guy. I love his uh, uh, the way he, he rhymed was freaking insane. But um yeah. so okay, so uh Dan the Automator is going to be uh spinning at um yeah. he'll be there late a little later, like probably at eight o'clock, but I don't know, man. It's just basically hang out and uh, say hi, and there'll be a presentation, a short one, like at seven thirty, you know. And I'll mm -hmm. introduce artists, so you'll, you know, I'll introduce all the artists. And uh, I don't know, simple as that. Oh, there'll be a, there'll be Kogi truck, I think. I don't know. If, I mean, oh, that's not free, but there'll be a, a that's gonna be Kogi truck. I don't know. See how that goes. And um, I don't know what else. There's more that like beverages of some sort like they're it's, it's scheduled mm. yeah I don't is know. it gonna be food i don't i mean you get, I, you're asking us to show you're asking the artist to show up pretty early i know that well they'll hold the reception six to nine that's what it is well i have to be there at what five thirty? no i didn't say be there at, i just it said six to nine you can go you can they'll come at six thirty. i didn't say come at five thirty or anything no 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 it's six to nine come when you want Okay. Okay. Come when you want. I think there's be a presentation. But like you know, it'd be really embarrassing for you if like they're like, I would like to thank, uh, you know, Felicia Luke Chow. Chu. Luke Chu, but he's Luke not here. Chu. Luke Chu is Luke Chu here, and like I have all and these then, like. And you come out and there's toilet paper hanging out of your pants and. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. At least you know I I, I wipe. <laughs> oh my god! With your left hand. <laughs> yep. You know, well, I, I'm with with both. I just I reach in there. <laughs> wow, you are clean. <laughs> I gotta make sure everything's sparkling. But I think it's just you know, like I don't know. It's probably pretty chill. I don't think I don't know if there's like orders. They did that before. I don't know about. I don't think that's happening this year, as far as I know. But if you got the Kogi truck there, that's um, supposed to be outside. Yeah, it's gonna be there. Hmm. I think okay. we get free food. Our, artists and stuff. I think they'll they'll give you a free food ticket. So, oh, I think yeah, I think you'll have a free food ticket. Maybe, maybe. You're no, sure. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Okay. I, I, I've heard yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I still need to fill out the pa the paperwork for you guys. Oh yeah. But like, we should talk about this stuff off of the podcast. <laughs> Not important. You can even text me in one sentence, and I'll answer you back with one word, and it'll be okay. <laughs> or you okay, can everybody. Email me. E email me. Oh, anyways, whatever. You'll right. be okay. All right, everybody. Thank right. you so much for listening to Robot and the Bear. Did we have an audience? Yeah, a little bit. Just a oh. handful, as usual. As usual. The greatest handful of all time. The greatest handful of all time. <laughs> That's, you know, wiping your butt. Same thing. Yep. Two hands. Yep. Two the hands. greatest handful of all time. 
Thanks so much, everybody. All right. Thank you so much.